Welcome to I Have HIV, a podcast dedicated for people living with HIV, their friends, and family. A Pause Impact and Antonio T. Smith Jr. production. Welcome to I Have HIV. We are currently still living in a pandemic with HIV. HIV has not gone anywhere since the 80s. And we have to bring it to the front. We need to reach zero new transmission. And the only day, and the only way that we're able to achieve this is by bringing it back to the forefront of um, the community and, and bringing it to, bringing different voices of the community and making sure that this, this while this disease is very manage, manageable, and it's not curable. So what we need to do is we need to prevent it from happening. And there's several new drugs that are out there. And we're going to be talking about what PrEP is, what um, all these um, different medications that are out there now that you can control. You can take it to prevent 99%. Um, you will basically have a 99% um, chance of not getting HIV. It's effectiveness is 99.9%. And so nothing in life is more than 99%. And so I am I am living with HIV is very important because right now no one's talking about what HIV is. And no one's really discussing, yes, we know that it's out there. Yes, we know that there's, that our black and brown brothers and sisters are dying from this. Our trans community is affected, our LGBT people are more affected, you know, we have to bring back the conversation to the community and have the community be involved in the conversation. Yes, you know, and, and I think, you know, for everybody has to draw their strength, you know, from, from somewhere and from some people's strength is from the church and we want our church just to be able to help us out and to guide us through, they are like our leaders. We go to them when, when we have hard times, we go to them when we're trying to um, get through a situation, our marriage counseling, um, but there's nothing for you know the LGBT people, there's nothing for people living with um, with HIV, there's nothing for people living with, you know, like, if you go tell your pastor, oh, I have cancer, the, the whole organization will pay right. for you, they'll lay your hands right. on lay you. Lay hands and do um, all that like stuff. Right. But should you say, oh, if somebody just got diagnosed with HIV, it's time. It's time. It's time. Who are you? Right. What's your name? Oh, yeah, you don't longer belong here. I'm sorry. You know what's? I'm sorry. What's interesting about it is um, there's this one lady in the docu series that is um, a heterosexual black woman. Uh, she contracted HIV when she was 17. She's now 40. Um, but. What was super interesting about it was, in her story, she tells of her story about um, coming out, and she was coming out because pretty much coming out about her status to some people in the church because she heterosexual, and you know, I am, you know, I did it. I did a lot of bad things because I didn't have no daddy, and she had this whole story that she was going up to the church to tell and and admit, and she thought you know the church was gonna embrace her. Uh, mm. Because she was not having that gay sex, right. and she was kicked out too. Mm. Wow! <laughs> it's not fun.
funny, but I'm just saying, yeah, like, not. it just shows you, like, like where where we are. And I also, <clears throat> really quick, because I really want to hear about the 2020 presidential candidate. Yes, I'm, I, I'm really, I, I'm I really interested. About this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am president. <laughs> but I um, but I also want to say that there are some some churches who are beginning to do this work. I want to uh, shout out to Greenhouse International Church over there in Greenspoint. Um, they are amazing. Pastor Decker has invited me to the table many, many times. He is interested in collaborating um, and moving moving his ministry forward. Uh, one of his ministers that uh, is under him, Prophet Andre Whiting, is actually a part of the documentary, although he is a straight ally. Um, and he speaks on like what it means to be a straight ally. Uh, so that's super, super dope. I also want to shout out St. John's downtown. They were a part of the pilot uh, episode. A huge part, uh, when I say Pastor Rudy laid out the red carpet for us, gave us space to do whatever, to record whatever, to talk to whoever, however, um, not with him in, in, in the space because he wanted them to be as authentic as possible. Um, and there are a couple other ones that you know, they ain't really came around, came around. So I ain't gonna like give them no free exposure, exposure. But I will say, you know, and and, and though they are not what you know, though Greenhouse is not um, saying, oh, I accept this, right? Yes. They are making steps and they're trying to figure out how to how to work through this and how to work through the trauma. Because the truth of the matter is, if we can be honest, uh, though I stand with my black LGBT folks, the reality is. We haven't been, once we're wrong, we're not very nice. Um, and so uh, the, the deeper our trauma, the more traumatic we become to them. And so um, it's a process on both ends for us to work through our trauma and also for the church to begin to work through the process of how do they deal with that trauma. You know, it's funny that you say that, church, because I think I reached out to you as well, too. Um, I was there for a NACA conference, and I was like, you know, this is part of what, part of Paul's impact is to start going to churches as well too. I'm, I'm still new. I'm, I'm, I'm a new beginner so I, this is where I want to lean on you. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, do you know Ian? I was like, yes. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, oh yeah, he's a member of my congregation. I was like, oh wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I know, at least I know somewhere where I can get my foot in the door. Right. But he was so receptive to it. He's like, yes, I want to do something. Like, we'll, we'll do something about it. We'll, we'll host a testing site here if you need yeah. me to. I was like, Oh, okay. I was not. I, I, I was not expecting that from him. Yeah. His openness. Yeah, so I'm. Yeah. I'm glad that you guys have been working together for a long time. You know, for a while. But um, you know, let's get back to this. This oh, 2020. Man, forget that president. Don't worry about all that. Yeah, we stay right on topic. Yeah. Uh, what is your plan to end HIV? Let's just start. You know, hardcore. We have an epidemic. That, that is, as you heard, it's a racial thing. Hell yeah, it is. You know, so how how are we going to, what is your vision? The president, the 2020 presidential candidates um, have announced their vision for, you know, how to, like, oh, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and increase funds to, you know, part of the, part of the healthcare equality act. And we'll, you know, we'll give some funds here. We'll give some funds here. The administration has. Um, provided funding or support, they cleared funding, but they've also taken away funding. So it's like a double-edged sword. You're going to give me funding, but you're going to take away. You're going to give me funding for 
for prep or for um, treatment and prevention, but you're going to take away funding from to see how we can cure this disease. So it's like, what are you doing? How are you doing this? So Antonio, what is your big plan to end this epidemic? How real do I get to be? This I is Real Talk 100. That's how I promised folk. Right. Before I got here, I promised folk I wouldn't go be woke. I was just going to say, no, 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 no. I really did, but they forced me. All right, they forced me. First off, I'm, I'm forcing him. Yes. You really are. Yeah. You really are, because I, I really have no filter as it is. Everything y'all doing is fantastic. I'm a straight ally. I absolutely. It's on me. You documented on my page for years. I think I hate to use the phrase "gay bashing," but it is accurate with the church. We have failed. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to say that any political way. We have absolutely failed as a church. We have no idea what to do with anything of mental disease. We have no idea what to do any disease that's not cancer and we absolutely are so afraid of not being in control that we kill anything that that makes us afraid right for instance when i don't like gays that has nothing to do with me i'm just speaking on behalf of the church right it comes from two different places now this is cognitive behavioral therapist talking it comes from two different places comes from place number one I got some hidden issues in me right because anything I don't like I tend to be exactly like that's uh -huh. number one but more prevalently what you have is we are scared as hell that if God loves in mm -hmm. then I don't have a cornerstone or a corner market on God it absolutely puts me in fear that God can be so loving that he loves Ian. This is real talk. Preach, This is real talk. We preach, first off, we only want people saved that we like. That's number one. We might have to call a spade. Or whatever. They, I said I could be real, right? You know what I'm saying? If we like you, then you can get this salvation. If we don't, we're going to cut that off. And the only, I really hate to use the word sin here, the only thing that we really cut off grace for is what you would call homosexuality. But nowhere in any of the sacred texts is this a salvific issue. It's just not. We just, we can, like, it's just not. Under no circumstances. Our problem is I've become pastor. And I've become ignorant at the same time. I was already ignorant, but now my title has made me more ignorant. I'm like a cop that never was cool in school, <laughs> never was cool with the girls. Now I got a gun and a badge. Mm -hmm. I'm crazy. Man, preachers are the same way. I mean, no disrespect, no preachers, but you, you understand. I got a Bible, pulpit, now I'm cool. Right. <laughs> now you not. You understand? Anyway, that ain't answer your question, but so tell let's, me what, what, what's the plan? We to need end? to we what need to absolutely mean? admit a couple of things. If you're gonna end it, for one, now this is businessman talking. For one, we gotta kill the money. Forget funding, right? We have to 
respect the fact that like cancer, ain't nobody trying to heal or fix this. Mm -hmm. It's too profitable. Mm -hmm. We just got to respect that, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's far too profitable to fix it. We, in fact, the hospitals are not here to save your life. They're here to prolong your death. Mm -hmm. So yeah. as long as we can keep you on medicine that keep it, that keep your T cells at the right count, not a good count, just the right count, then we're gonna keep that going. Why, 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 why would any capitalist profiting billions of dollars stop the issue? But we gotta kill the money, not fun areas, because the more you fund is the more you incidentally take that same money to the people who want you to have it. Okay, 2020. <laughs> All right. It, it, it's, All it's, right. It's, it's, I mean, think about the black church since we brought it up. The black church is pushed out their neighborhoods by the white bank. You take in all these black dollars, but the white bank then pushes you out of your black church neighborhood because you're taking that money and putting it where play, with people who don't have your agenda in mind. Mm -hmm. So in truth, to concisely answer your question, the problem is not the funding. The problem is the fact the money needs to die, period. People need to stop getting paid for salary, stop getting paid for a position. It's, it's no different than if you make Congress make $7.25 an hour, Congress will act differently. Mm -hmm. In the same way that you make these corporations benefiting from charging 1,025% for HIV medication, right? As soon as you stop that, this will stop. The, and and, and we're going to have, now this is my woke side coming out. And we're going to have to just admit, my man over here said, it is a racist issue. <laughs> now, we gonna, let me just get real. <laughs> let me just lose my whole voter base real quick. <laughs> because crack cocaine and racist. HIV came out around the same time. Yeah. Right. To the same neighborhoods. Right. Yeah. You understand? And I, I know the cover story. It, excuse me. I'm sorry. I know the official story is a chimp and all that. I, I get it. I get it. But we're going to have to respect the fact that the only virus known to mature brains uh -huh. that attacks white blood cells is HIV. The, the way viruses work is they just, mitosis, they just double. Yeah. And they double to the point to where your immune system gets overwhelmed. Yeah. That's not the way it. HIV works. Mm -hmm. it, is, it works like a war. It doesn't overwhelm your immune system. It literally targets your immune system. That is not natural. There is not a disease on planet Earth that targets any white, any blood cells. What happens is they just double and overwhelm your body, so now you can't heal because there's too much going on. HIV works no way in nature does. We're going to have to admit that, and we're going to have to admit it's weaponized, and we had to kill the people profiting off of it, and forget presidential stuff. That that is answering your question, yeah. but it's trash, and we need to admit that. And it's the only way you're gonna fix it is go right after the hearts of the people and the pockets of people, which will get you killed. Going after people's pockets, right? Mm -hmm. Going after that, telling that truth, then you'll solve that problem. Wow. Yes. You know. I moved. I'm pretty moved. It's hard to move me. You have a question? Oh, no, no, no. I just want to say I moved. I appreciate it. Oh. <laughs>
you know, we have a we have a huge problem with you know immigration. We have a huge problem with um, you know our healthcare system. Texas does not did not advance the Medicaid portion of it, of and so our premiums. I think I just saw a news article that said that the, the premiums for healthcare in Houston or in Texas are one of the highest premiums in in all of, all of the state. So people are like upset that like oh Obamacare failed or this failed. No, actually, did not fail. It's because our state representatives are currently. Yep. So we need something in the federal level. We need the presidential, we need Congress to act. You know, to give give healthcare to everybody. I, I'm like, I don't want. I want healthcare for all. That's that's my. That is my vision. Is that your vision? Absolutely. Well, and come on. First off, first off, forget common sense. That is humane, right? At, at the end of it, let me let me just. It, Nina, right? Did you say Nina? Nina? Kim, 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 okay, excuse me. He bringing my wokeness out. This ain't my fault when I'm Oh, no, you're say, fine. Okay, cool. This ain't my fault. First off, my my core belief is we're all connected. Mm -hmm. right. And I don't mean that as no metaphor. I mean there's one of us in this room, mm -hmm. period, mm -hmm. right? Now, yeah. since you church, I'm going to go ahead and say God. There's God in this room, and each individual person is an each individual manifestation right. of said God. Yeah. Come on. And Come at on. no point. Does your disease stop you from being God yeah. at all, yeah. right? So to say that you don't deserve universal <laughs> health care yeah. is to steal brown people's religion, mm -hmm. colonize it. Mm -hmm. I'm trying so hard not to. No, just say And it. then say, we don't want immigrants over here no more, right? Everywhere, in the same manner in which Wherever there is a Federal Reserve, wherever there's a central bank, there's an American ally. Same manner in which wherever there was a Republican governor, Obamacare did not work. Period, point blank. And the, the major issue is this shouldn't even be a question if we should have universal health care. It is more of a question of the shadow side of capitalism. We don't want universal health care. Because I'm going to intentionally, by 125%, devalue the dollar. If you Google right now, not to say anything bad about any president, but if you Google right now, Trump wants to the dollar devalued, then you're going to see the International Money Fund agree with that, that the American dollar is 15 to 19% overvalued. You'll find that article June 2019. We can't wait. I'm rich. So it, I'm, I am concealed by my own economy. But what we do is when we get to the top 1%, we make it harder for you to make money. And then we write laws so I don't have to work that hard. The universal health care is not a matter of common sense because everybody wants it. It is a matter of the fact that I got here, I made money, and I don't want you to make money. And that's just something that we're going to have to grip and admit because I've devalued the dollar so much, it takes a whole lot of effort for you to make what I have made. And every time you catch up, I devalue it even more. It's been happening. It's going to continue to happen. And it sucks. I don't know what to tell you. Well, thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys are just joining in, we are with live with Paul's Impact. We're Houston's first radio show dedicated to people living with HIV, their friends and family on Real Talk 100 Radio. We're thankful that we have Antonio here with us, and we have the Outcry cast, 
uh, with us that, that is premiering uh, September 12th at 7 p.m. at the landmark River Oaks Theater. Go check it out, you guys. If you guys have not bought your tickets yet, I think there's like 12 tickets left. It's sold out. It's sold out completely. So there is no more tickets left available, guys. You know, it gets better. That's that's my recommendation. And go get tested. If you're afraid, go go with a friend. There's a there's support groups all over Facebook. There's support groups um, all over um, in, in the LGBT community. You don't have to be gay in order to be in the support group. There's several heterosexual only support groups. We want to make sure that there is um, that you have hope. And if you if you don't any don't know anybody, contact me. Contact me, reach out to me. I will guide you through. We will, if you're not in Houston, we will FaceTime me. Now you can FaceTime me the entire time there. And I will walk you through the process. You know, we are in this together and I want to make sure that we end the stigma of HIV. And we can only do this is by addressing it head on. And I want to make sure that people feel safe and they feel um, loved. And you know, when it was super hard for me to tell my family and friends. And if you don't feel like talking to me, then I can reach out to another provider. We will we will get you connected to somebody who will make sure that you are safe, first of all. And second of all, is make sure that we're gonna know your status. And then once you know your status, either we're gonna get you on PrEP if you're sexually active, and we're gonna recommend it to you, or if you um, are HIV positive, then we will get you on, on drugs immediately. And the drugs now today are not the drugs that were 20 years from now. Uh, my doctor is very conscious of my liver. My doctor is very conscious of my bones. She wants to make sure that I stay healthy. And that those are the medications that are out there now. So there's so many types of medications that will help you. But the first thing we have to do is to get tested. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. In 2005, I had a close family member die to HIV. And I, to be honest with you, I'm still probably not even supposed to know it. Uh, in fact, the only reason I know it is because an angry family member said it in anger and it slipped out. And that's how I found out. And that's why I'm so passionate about this podcast because I'm tired of people like me, family who would support and who would have loved on my cousin she died alone she died in the hospital bed completely alone because i didn't know and because i was too busy playing basketball than being with my cousin and i'm very passionate about what josh michael does he wants to change the world and i hope all of you contact him and that's why i'm so extremely passionate about this podcast but i suffer every day that i let my cousin die alone because 2005 made me an ally, but I shouldn't have to go through death like that to become an ally. All of us should be allies. That's my story, and that's why Josh is doing this podcast, and that's why we're here. Destruction, mama, tell me it's all right before I turn to nothing.